0: It's Cool Boy Radio. Thank you for being patient with us. I know it's been a while since we've done one of these, but my name's Rob, Ben is joining me, and Ben, how you doing?
1: Hey, Rob. Look, I'm pretty good, but since since you've talked to me, something really unfortunate happened.
0: Is it poo-related? It is poo-related, Rob. I'm glad you asked. How did I know? Oh, my goodness.
1: Well... Today, this, this isn't it, but today I did, this was, uh, this was a very fortunate, it was one of them classic, you know, those ones that have just such force behind it, they go straight down the U-band, so you never get to see your work.
0: I think we, I think we have discussed this on a previous podcast, I know uh, I raised it, I can't remember if I cut it out or not.
1: Okay, I'm, shu- I'm sure we've shame. mentioned it at some point, but I did oh, one yeah, of those. It's a
0: common problem, and it yeah. is, you know, it's frustrating.
1: It it is kind of frustrating, but you do feel really good afterwards because it's like I did that with my own body.
0: My, sure, it does take a, quite a mass to get that result, and that is a weight off.
1: Yeah, and it was like a it was one of them. Uh, you don't really have to wipe after, you know. It was one of them kind of boys.
0: <laughs> but that's that sounds like the best of both worlds.
1: It, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty solid experience. But that's not the poop thing I was okay. going to talk okay. about. It's actually. Uh, Okay, I live in Japan. I ride a little bike to work, just like everyone you see in all your weird nerd anime things, right?
0: Yep, can confirm. I saw a lot of bikes when I was over there.
1: Yes, uh, the other the other day, Thursday morning, was riding to work. A huge bird took a huge turd right on my head as as I was going along.
0: Isn't that good luck?
1: Ah, that's what everyone at work said, but I didn't feel very lucky that day. Right.
0: I think that's what they also say. Oh, I didn't feel very lucky. That's the common sentiment.
1: Ah, uh, is it? Ah, uh, no. Yeah, uh, that's I've, the I've,
0: word of wisdom.
1: I've, I'm a normal person. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming my father.
0: <laughs> oh, you hate that. Yes. Hey, speaking of, since we've already started in the gutter. Oh, hell yes. Big, big Australian news story. I'm not sure if it has made its way to you through social media or...
1: Ooh, I'm not sure either.
0: Are you familiar with the poo jogger?
1: No, I'm not. Please oh tell me more. Goodness.
0: This guy in Brisbane, or rather I should say a part of Brisbane had about 30 incidents where there was just, they were just finding poo outside their homes. Okay. It was going on for about a year.
1: Yeah, ov- obviously human poo?
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they did a bit of a stakeout and they managed to snap the culprit. There was a man in his 60s who would go for jogs and then, you know, just... Let one out. Yeah. And now uh he's been identified and he's been he's been fired. He was some sort of uh property executive. Like he he was like a corporate guy.
1: Oh, that's that's too bad. Fired just for taking a little shit in someone's
0: Exactly, for making gut. international news. But here's the thing, this is what I'm thinking, right? I know I have cool boy radio, but that's not, you know, this is kind of for funsies. We don't Yeah a whole lot of prep or reach or anything like that into it. If I was still doing anything on radio, I would talk about nothing else. This is the greatest thing. I remember back in our student radio days, uh, one of the other presenters, his twin brother went to... Sure. decided to buy a pair of socks there and then he opened it up and found a small poo inside. And I just thought Ooh, that was okay. the greatest thing. And I told him he should absolutely spend the whole show on it.
1: Yeah, I, I've never heard this story, but I would have definitely if I were him.
0: And they did interview the brother, and I, I think it's one of those things. Community radio, it's very hard to... Talk about poo? ...promote or mention other brands. No, ah, it's okay. Hard. You can't really yeah, true. You know, plug any companies. And I think if you did a whole show on the company that sells socks with poos in them, that is too much promotion ah, okay too was, much of an endorsement
1: i was gonna say i, I figured that might be for an hour you know that might be a bad enough thing that it's not actually promotion but
0: it's come on i
1: guess i guess i could see the other way i'd definitely shop there more if yeah if there was a chance i'd get a poo in my socks
0: everyone Certainly. does not look forward to getting socks and undies for Christmas, but now if they shop at this <laughs> store, it's a great prank. They,
1: yeah, they could get a sock, and undies, and poo. <laughs> oh, that's
0: perfect. You don't even need a coupon. You just get it for free.
1: Yeah. Ah, it's so good.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad you hadn't heard that because it, it is a good story. And the fact it's, that it's a
1: great story. The fact
0: that the tabloids are calling it the poo jogger. There's nothing more <laughs> yes. eloquent or graceful. It's just not. Let's call it what it is.
1: Well, I know, th- I know. There's like a thing where sometimes marathon runners will shit their pants intentionally yes. so they don't have to stop running.
0: And this is apparently not that. Yeah, this is completely different. Because he actually so does bring a little it. bit of toilet paper with him to wipe. Like it's premeditated. Ah,
1: okay. That's uh, uh, how long are his jogs? Did he say? I'm not sure. Like- but
0: the photo, the photo apparently the night camera that they used, you know, lets off a bit of a red flash. So he saw it before the cat. The photo was taken. And he's just looking at the camera. Okay. You know, just yeah, I'm, this is what I'm doing, but not, not even like in a showing off way. It's just very matter of fact. Apparently, immediately after he was just like, "Hey, how are you doing?" To the photographer,
1: I've Google, I've Googled Jogger. Yeah, there's a great close up of just his face looking at the
0: camera. Yeah, and that's the and picture. many, many.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is, is good. why we need you. In the country. I think this this could be a future career path. The other career path (laughs) I have uh, thought about. Now, actually, I was having lunch with a friend the other day who commented that you seem to be... At least he's keeping fit, okay? Well, that's exactly it. And and a friend of ours, who I had lunch with the other day, said, you know, all the photos I've seen of Ben, he's looking like he's in really good shape, and he's looking really good, and he doesn't seem to be as... Uh, focused on making jokes about going to kill himself, he seems to be in a really good place. Who said that? Uh, it was Phoebe. Ah, I see. Did I? Did I do that a lot before? <laughs> well, I kind of seconded. Yeah, it's like yeah, I was a bit concerned about some of those one-liner Whoa. zingers as well. Savage. But you seem good. But if if you know you slipped and you decided <laughs> to just let loose.
1: Yeah, if, if I start chugging that pancake mix. Yeah, chugging the yeah. pancake
0: mix. If you ever decide to do that, it's good to know that your options as an entertainer would not be diminished. I've discovered a guy on Facebook. His name is Brian Waterbury. He lives in, I think, somewhere in New York State. Okay. He's one of the largest men you've Ooh. ever seen.
1: Hey, don't speak too soon. He's
0: got a big old mullet. He's got two face tats, and he's got another tat on his... I should point out, he never wears a shirt. Ah, yes, yes, okay. And he has another tat on his stomach that makes it look like uh, it's a a naked man where his belly button is the arsehole, and it says, colon, crusher.
1: Yes, yes, I've seen this. This guy
0: has a very good career. He's got a a rap career. It's very Kid Rob. He's got a song called Booty Hole Troll. I'm a Booty Hole Troll. And then what he also does, his viral videos, every Sunday, he does what he calls Swing to the Sax Sunday. (laughs) Yes. Which is where he comes up with some ingenious way of getting himself hit in the testicles. You, that you might did, be uh, rigging a bowling ball to swing him in the nuts across the room. It might be standing above a rake whilst a mate steps on it. Or he might just get his nephew to swing him in the nuts with a baseball bat.
1: You did uh, link me to that one with the nephew uh, a few I think, days ago. I think what actually it ago. was would
0: have been our friend John, because I mentioned it at a uh, party okay, Ah, okay, He was so captured by it.
1: Yeah, whoever linked it was, seemed to be a big fan. But it was, it was in the group chat with the three of us, so.
0: Yeah, it's real, it's, <laughs> it shouldn't be funny. It is fascinating, it is, for it's sure. It's fascinating because it's not, there's no schadenfreude about it. It's not like, ha-ha, wouldn't want to be that guy. Because so, it, it was so premeditated. Yeah. He sets out yeah. and said, it's Swing to the Sack Sunday. <laughs> it's my weekly segment. I know what's going to happen. I intend it to happen. And have done my best to ensure that it does happen, and then immediately the reaction is instantaneous. You just see the pain and the regret, and it's every week. It was
1: it was a worthwhile minute or so of the th- when
0: I watched yeah. it. Yeah, and I thought of you when I saw it. So
1: thank you, I appreciate that. I, g- I guess there's a resemblance, maybe I guess.
0: Not even that, just I think that's very larger than life kind of character that you know you like to talk about poo you're not you're not too cerebral in your in your entertaining comedic taste
1: true true okay i'll take that um, i'll take that
0: oh no, I mean that in a good way
1: okay okay rob I, I'm sure you did i'm sure. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think... I, I will say this, though. I think MCJC could easily beat the booty hole troll. I, I, think,
1: I think he think. could easily beat someone else as well. I, I'm
0: someone else. Someone else who might have done a bit of rap on the show last week. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, I've well, caught up on the show ago. since. Uh, since my well, family yes, it, have visited.
0: And I will apologize, because it has been a while since we've been putting these podcasts, and a big part of that is... Uh, slackness on my part because the way we record these with two separate audio feeds yeah, and it's, then it's syncing lot, them up
1: it's a lot harder than just doing really it in person it's a long time to
0: actually get it nice cuz i can i can play with every single syllable in a way that i couldn't when we are both recording into the same microphones and into the one mono track it gives me a lot more flexibility and i like to play around with it and also Sometimes I get really panicked. It probably sounds
1: a lot more professional now. Oh,
0: there's definitely, definitely the quality is improved. But I also think immediately after recording each one, that what we've recorded is just ghastly <laughs> and yes. unpublishable.
1: I mean, there has been some so stuff. So
0: sometimes it can take me a week and a half to get to listening to it, and then it sort of, it sort of ends out. Now, now that we've got you. Uh, Back in a bit more of a full-time capacity. I'm, I've got a good feeling about this one, or the poo talk, or the yes, water barrier, yes, or the, the poo talk. Oh, I'm going to dive right into this. Okay. But, um, yes, thank you to Tim and Josh for stepping in last week.
1: Big thank you to Josh in particular.
0: <laughs> they're, they're good lads.
1: I believe uh, I've met Josh maybe once or twice. He seemed like a nice guy, and he gave some funny stories. Peter, the neighbour, I would love to meet Peter.
0: I. Yes, I love Peter. I was very happy he mentioned him.
1: And, oh, fuck. I would love to meet Peter. I'd love to have him on the pod. I think that was mentioned in jest, but make it happen, Rob. Okay. But with Tim, he started out He started out the podcast by doing an impression of me. He said three things. Well, I told
0: him to do that, but yeah. Uh, okay. Did
1: you tell him what to say? or?
0: No, I said just do something. Just do a impression that's clearly not you so I can talk about you not mentioning poop and not having a fuzzy microphone noise okay just so i could give those two digs but uh i yes, I, I thought i did I thought <laughs> having met you he might be able to do a <laughs> bit more of a accurate yeah well
1: the, the, the three things he said about me is i love sad core music which isn't true i love one sad core band but that's it rob okay number two i love to argue with anyone about anything that doesn't matter kind of true but uh, he thinks he he hates Star Wars: The Last Jedi, so you know, things some things do matter, <laughs> and getting excited about things that aren't worth getting excited about, something like that. And
0: yeah, I know, I don't know what that means. I I,
1: th- I don't know. He's a fan of Jordan Peterson, so you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sick burn, brother. You see, Rob,
1: getting excited about things is uh, is the mark of a woman, and. Women are the only true evil. Sorry, in the sorry, world.
0: bring back Ben. Where'd Ben oh, go? Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. J- Jordan B. Peterson's visiting me right now and he's he loves Japanese society because uh the women are put in their place, you know?
0: Uh, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. One one other thing I was really sad that I missed okay. on the podcast is uh, you calling just Whedon a wiener because I've I've had a long-standing belief that Joss Whedon is a wiener. And I would have loved oh, yeah. to you don't like anything, call him a wiener. Hey, I loved Firefly back in the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I never saw Buffy. It's fine. I never saw Angel.
0: Angel's great.
1: I like David Boreanaz. Angel,
0: Angel's great in the third season of Buffy are great.
1: Okay. But uh, he just seems like a huge wiener, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. He's, he's an absolute absolutely. wiener. Absolutely. I think I, I sort of ha- don't really trust anybody who wears suits and sneakers all the time. Yes. And also... What I about Doctor Who? Well, you know, he's eccentric. and Okay. I, I, and, sorry, so when I say sneakers, I don't mean converses. I mean like running shoes. I see. Mean I see. things you'd have to wear to high school PE. Yeah. And of like people who wear style. suits and sneakers, I trust people even less who don't know how to do their top button up. Okay. Which is... That's all Joss Whedon does. Yep. At least um, David O. Russell, who is a little bit of a wiener, you know. Uh, he's a, he's nah, a pretty big wiener. Silver Linings wiener. Playbook, he's a bit of a wiener. Um, at least he will do his top button up when he wears a suit and sneakers. Okay. I... At least if he was sitting at a like a panel table, you would respect him without...
1: Eh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, until he starts talking, yes. I agree. Sure. Sure, sure.
0: Um, yeah, if he's unless he's talking about accidental love, do you know what accidental love is?
1: Um, no,
0: it's this. It's a film. It's a comedy starring Jake Gyllenhaal and a few other people that sat in limbo for at least a couple of years because no one wanted to release it because it was just you know twee garbage bullshit Yeah, and it was directed by David O. Russell and I think he Alan Smith did it in the end. Uh, you, can, you can look it up It sounds like
1: a David O. Russell movie
0: Yeah, it uh, looks like garbage I, I, I really want to watch it <laughs> uh, It's definitely it's definitely in your IMDb bottom 100 I think. Oh, really? Interesting. I love that list. I'm always up for anything on that list Hey, do you have any topics you wanted to get into this week?
1: uh i had a few yesterday yeah. i mentioned uh, a night at the opera oh yes which uh i don't really have anything to say about it except that i i got free tickets to an opera and i went there and i felt quite out of place especially because i couldn't understand anything people were telling me yeah apparently you're not allowed to leave your seats at the opera never i mean it, it wasn't an opera it was three tenors and uh yeah. orchestra you know but it's close enough to an opera that i feel Do you
0: like... have to get dressed up
1: There was a man in uh, like sweatshorts and a t-shirt, so I don't think you had to, but you know, we did to try and fit in to high society. Okay. But it just made me think, you know, I could probably do, I could do the singing for sure and I could do the conducting for
0: sure.
1: Okay. I'm not good enough at any instruments, except maybe the cymbal. Yep. There was a cymbal guy who got up about once or twice a song just to go... I'm pretty sure I could do his job.
0: Yeah, yeah, but sure. But
1: the conductor and the singers, I could
0: definitely that's do. No. Again, this this episode has all been about broadening your horizons. yeah. And I think that's a good avenue for you. Yeah. I've never been to the opera, but I think I would actually really like it because a lot of my best thinking comes when I have that kind of live performance white noise, if I'm only like half interested in it. So a classic one was at high school because we... Our school liked to think of itself as a music school. Oh,
1: yes. I heard that last
0: week. And so every year there would be a big concert for all the ensembles. And it went for, you know, everyone's p- playing you know well and everyone's doing a good job and caring about it. But at the same time, if my friends weren't playing in it, I probably wasn't too interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. At the same time, I wasn't going to be interested in every number. And you would just have that in the background and it would be fantastic. I think the theatre is really good for that as well. Any sort of wind ensemble, any kind of like a bit more classical... Type of entertainment we have to go out to a, a theater and performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can zone out and I can come out a genius. So <laughs> I think opera would be really good for that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I could see it happening. At first, we weren't allowed to sit down because we were slightly late. So uh, like, you're not allowed to sit down unless they're like not even between songs. It was very confusing. Yeah, right. So I couldn't really focus. It was. It's getting humid here now. It's getting to that time of the year. Ah. Uh, So, I was very sweaty and just impatiently wanting to sit down. But once I sat down, I kind of got into it, you Mm -hmm. know. They sang uh, Maria, which was uh, quite funny. Uh, Maria from West Side Story. Oh, yeah. uh, Because it was in English and uh, they don't speak English. So, it's, it's pretty funny. It was English with an Italian Japanese accent. Great. So...
0: Yeah, it was interesting. Should have brought Fabrizio Valentini with you. Oh, this is the reason I wanted to bring it up. That's all three of his languages.
1: Because I believe he was there. I mean, not really, but there was someone near me. And after every song, he would go, bravo, bravo. Yeah,
0: right.
1: So loud that you could hear it over all the clapping. So for the second to last song, I, I went for it. I did my own bravo i i had Correct. to do it this is my potentially yeah. my only chance
0: <laughs> you would have to
1: and uh i felt like quite the fool but i feel like i feel like the guy doing it i i looked back at him and he was japanese so i think he's kind of like a weirdo, but in reverse like he's a japanese guy who just loves italian culture i don't know if there's a word for that yeah but i hope there is a word for that because you
0: hope so you hope that it's a well-documented phenomenon yeah i th-
1: that's all I want in the world.
0: Let's get through one more story before we cover Adam Sandler. Okay. How was the family? You had your mum and your sister come over, and that's why we had guest hosts last podcast. Yes. How was how was that?
1: Well, uh Okay, you have met my mum a couple of times, once or twice. T Dog. Twice? T Dog, old T Dog as we call her. <laughs> sure. That was her dealer name back in the day.
0: Uh, right. When
1: some of my high f- school friends would make fun of her for being a drug dealer, even though she wasn't.
0: No, but you still had a lot of teens in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popping
1: over all those teens, but uh, once, once my mom got very mad because my friends parked across the road and started yelling, Tea dog, got a bag for us." Ooh. And uh, okay. yeah, they weren't the coolest people, but it did turn out that my neighbour actually was was a drug dealer and got caught a while after that. So there you go. I th- I'm pretty sure she knew about that, so maybe that contributed to her anxiety with not saying words or them not saying in general yeah yeah. okay right anyway
0: um planted the stuff on your neighbor
1: yeah oh if only well i mean you know he's got he's got a wife and kids he needs to he needs to anyway uh they did they came to japan they they come to japan uh it wasn't that eventful rob i gotta tell you uh my sister doesn't seem to really like japan i tried to do stuff to make them enjoy japan and uh, she didn't like any food. She didn't like doing anything. She didn't like shrines or temples.
0: Didn't so like the Indian restaurant?
1: Ah, they did like that, actually. They they thought it was a lot of food. They liked uh, the Italian restaurant as well.
0: Yeah, that that's but a great restaurant. Japanese were food. Were you still teaching at this point or did you get to spend time with them during the day?
1: Ah, it was exam week. So, they were here not that long and I could take off a few days. Sure. For Yeah, for them. That's something. Yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it and then they got here and I was really looking forward to them leaving, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, do you think it's more likely you'll re-sign in your contract for another couple of years so you don't have to see them as much or?
1: You know, Rob, it's really, really tempting.
0: Yeah. You've got another six months.
1: I've got another year from now. Oh, to on. think about Let's it. think though. about it. Or true, true. I do. Well, I'm going to see how this summer goes because I hate Japanese summer. It's just beginning. That's a good point. But uh, I did see some fireflies on the weekend for the first time in my life. That was kind of cool. And uh, recently I have a student. I've mentioned him before. He's one of my new students. He really likes me. And he started uh, saying things like thank you to me. You know, when I give him something, a sheet of paper for class, he'll go, Uh thank you. But, it, promising. but he will rub his tongue, his tongue against his teeth and appear sexy. And then he will ask, sexy?
0: Uh.
1: Which is, it's, it's a, I, I'm very sure he's trying to be funny, but it's sometimes it's, it's questionable. Yeah, okay. I did have my hand on the desk the other day and he just started sort of rubbing one of my fingers with his finger <laughs> with okay. a big smile on his face. Yeah. So, it's it's an interesting position to be in, but, you know.
0: You have reminded me, I wanted to try and keep this short and punchy, but I did have a, I had a funny dream last night. That okay. I think
1: ah, yes. It covers
0: some of those themes. This is what, um, something I
1: wanted to hear about.
0: Yeah. And I might have misled you and made it sound a bit more exciting. Oh, no. So, basically what happened was it, was, it was a dream where it was some kind of Thanksgiving type situation. I was dreaming a lot about food and organizing food and living with my brother. He's got a big checklist of, of <laughs> types of food for me to get for the, the big cook-up, the big Thanksgiving feast we're going to have. And somewhere along this point, I'm in some kind of some kind of restaurant or cafe. I've followed my brother. My brother's busy, and I've forgotten something on the list, so I go to this restaurant. And I want to ask him, hang on, what was that thing you needed? But I see in sight... In in line in that same restaurant, is a woman I used to work with. Yes. Who's our age. Went to uni with her and we just... It was very strange working with Slash for her and we never really clicked and it was just it was just kind of a bad thing.
1: That's unfortunate. It, a
0: bad situation. But at the same point, I think we're both glad we are done with each other, at least in our professional life. And so she rocks up in this dream and I don't want to see her and I don't want to have any confrontational, really anything to do with her. And I, I know she doesn't either, but she's right next to where my brother is. Oh, no. And so what I do is I go and sit at this table and you know how I basically was trying to hide in plain sight, like be so overt that she didn't notice me. Yeah, and yeah, And the yeah. way I'd chosen to do that <laughs> was just be l- really affectionate, openly gay to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: I see I And see. just
0: sit down it's like, oh hey baby, how are you doing? I love you Good,
1: good Hello.
0: And I sat down and I got, the, I got the special KFC order, the crispy KFC order he wanted for our <laughs> Thanksgiving meal Of course And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to bring that up in therapy I reckon
1: Oh no, it's a great idea I'm sure it's not saying anything about you at all
0: <laughs> Yeah, look it was probably just a case of being hungry and watching a Fraser episode where they bump into someone at a restaurant they know and yeah. chatting about said person they used to work with.
1: I see. Yes,
0: but I love the interpretation. I love. I love the. Thank you. Assembly.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I guess of all those
0: ingredients into that dream.
1: Fra- Frasier would have contributed a lot to the gay voice. A bit <laughs> more
0: Niles than Frazier yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, you've watched the movie.
1: Okay, Adam Sandler's The Night of, starring. Starring the the guy in the TV show The Night of that got convicted for a crime he didn't commit or whatever. I didn't see that TV show, but I did. No, I didn't. I did watch uh, this movie or this part of this movie. Wednesday.
0: Yes, the you third know, section, the Wednesday section of said big week or week. Of. You know, in yeah, I'm still getting in right.
1: real life. They call uh, Wednesday the Hump Day. You know, it's the hump to get over at oh, work. That's
0: true, it's and a bit of hump action. Because I, I, I should point out for those who missed the pod last week. It did, and the final scene ended with the exact opposite of a humping. Adam Sandler had spent so long on the phone with Chris Rock that Chris Rock's date up and left. Yes, it must have been so sad. And it was not going to get any action.
1: And uh, uh, I I wish I could make a joke about how this is a hump to get over, but uh, Wednesday, uh, things are looking brighter for me after severely hating Monday.
0: So, after a month off and not seeing the previous 20 minutes.
1: Yes. And I think the reason why is Chris Rock is uh, in this a lot and he makes the movie a lot better because I feel like uh, the beginning is just sort of established that Adam Sandler and his family are crazy and uh, very, very unlikable.
0: And he's only had one scene in the past two weeks of podcast, one one scene per week.
1: Yeah, but uh, this this week, he's in almost every scene, and uh, his whole role is kind of the fish out of water, reacting to Mm. what a shitty, crazy family this is.
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh, okay, we've been waiting for, like, the racial humor, the racial, race relations uh, satire, whatever, to come Mm -hmm. up in this. Ever
0: since we started podcasting this year, it's been coming up. Yeah. The Appadoos and the wacky (laughs) racial Asian comedy. Does it meet expectations?
1: Okay. The first scene of Wednesday is uh, Adam Sandler's going to pick up Chris Rock at the old, uh, at some hotel he's staying at, not the airport, because he's already in the city. Whichever city this is set in. And... uh, Good question. He goes outside and he runs into two black men walking down the street and he's like, oh, who are you guys? I forgot your names. Please come in. We're making breakfast. Thinking that uh, they're members of Chris Rock's family. All related, yeah. Yes. And he introduced them to all the white members of the family and then uh, introduces them to one of Chris Rock's uh, cousins, friends. I'm not sure who the characters are because I missed the uh, black, black introductions last week, I think.
0: That's true, yeah. A few more family members rocked up. Yeah. And had to be housed in the Sandler home.
1: So uh, he introduces, he's like, Oh, here it's Cousin Leonard and Cousin something to, to the, the black members of the family. And they, they're like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. And Adam yeah. Sandler realizes yeah, but, the ooh. mistake he's made. Oh,
0: you have a daughter. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: Uh, you can stay for breakfast. He says as he leaves. I bet his wife's not happy about that. Uh,
1: His wife seemed fairly okay with it, actually. right. I mean, she doesn't seem okay with much, but, you know, she's there. And uh, so he leaves to pick up Chris Rock, and uh, one of the uh, white Jewish uh, neurotic cousins comes down, I guess. Uncle's cousin something. Why not? And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your names. Who are you again? Thinking that there's someone he's met, whatever.
0: Oh, so the same people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The same. They're, they're sitting oh, there having no. breakfast.
0: It's an endless cycle.
1: And then one of the like the actual family members like, is like, just play along. So they get this free breakfast. <sighs> anyway, uh, he goes to meet Christopher Rock at his hotel. There's trouble. Adam Sandler's got a shitty car. They can't open the boot, so they just put his stuff in the back. He's got a valet. He's a fancy doctor, man. He's like, you know, I could have got a car service. That's bad a bad Chris Rock impression. <laughs> but he's very charming throughout the whole We're thing. We're rolling with it. Adam Sandler's like, oh, no, you don't need to do that. I'm more than happy to
0: come and pick you up. I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> Went a bit to the Slack Georgiou there, but you salvaged it.
1: I'm trying my best.
0: My Adam Sandler yabadoo is mm-hmm. to Mr. Bean the animated series. Yabadoo. Okay, doo yeah. Your is good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anyway they're driving back it's a good 2
1: hour drive according to Mr Mr Sandler he's like oh uh, if you, if you want the ac air conditioning on just give me a nod so chris rod nods immediately and he's like oh is that a nod for the air conditioner and then he's like yes that is a nod for the air conditioning <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so that, it's th- thus begins like a three minute scene of Adam Sandler going, oh, uh, you know, with the gas and all, let's just leave the window open. So, there's a, so it's a sort of a montage. There's some art to this. Uh, not too yeah. much art.
0: Not too much some. art. It, as I said last week, it's very obviously the guy's first film. He's yes, directing. very, very obvious. It's actually the dentist from Punch Drunk Love. Oh,
1: that's uh, interesting.
0: Maybe. I don't
1: know. I, I,
0: they have a bit of history together, Sandler yeah. and, and oh, true. Stephen Brill, I think his name is. Okay,
1: that's. The, I forgot he was in that movie for a second because it yeah, was a, the... a good legitimate movie. I mean, Adam Sandler.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah,
1: anyhow, uh, this goes back and forth for a while. Chris Rock's trying to sleep in the reclining chair. Oh, you know, you can recline that chair if you want to sleep,
0: if you're still tired. Anyhow,
1: uh, great. It was good to see Chris Rock because he he's kind of funny yeah, in this.
0: Yeah, I'm getting that. All right. Thank he, goodness.
1: <laughs> he doesn't seem like he wants to be in the movie a lot, but I, that kind of helps with the character because he doesn't seem like he mm. wants to be with Adam Sandler, which maybe... It's very astute. Yeah. Who knows if it's method acting, wh- whatever's going on. Anyway, they they get, to the, they get to the hotel and Adam Sandler's all excited to introduce Chris Rock to the room after it's been all done up. But uh, the, the the organizer of the wedding was like, oh, no, you need to come here. We need to talk about things. The whole family's there. The bride's there. He's like, oh, oh, ah, uh, is the magician here? He's an MC too. So we meet a big, fat magician man who's talking about the wedding, whatever. Lady, lady's not happy. Uh, bride, bride-to-be, don't know her name. is not happy about a magician being at her wedding. Her, her childhood friend's there as well. My first time yep. seeing this character. She is very annoying.
0: Yes, no one likes her. The yes. new friends don't like the childhood friend.
1: And I can completely understand why, because she's a okay. very annoying character.
0: Very lame. Yeah. yeah, very lame. But she wants to hook up with the, the neighbor, right? She does? Yeah, you know, the c- creepy old neighbor who's still in love with the bride.
1: Yes, yes, I do. He, he comes up in this episode. The, the
0: childhood oh. friend wants to get it on. Okay,
1: because there's that, an interesting scene with that dynamic... Going mm, on a bit later a bit
0: of on. Tensione.
1: Yeah. So Chris Rock goes up to his room, and the uh, hotel manager guy is just showing him everything and doing that weird laugh he does all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Chris Rock just wants to go to sleep. He call he calls the hotel the Shits Carlton, which I thought, yeah, Ooh. It's, it's it's all right, it's all right, it's better than most jokes in this movie. <laughs>
0: it feels like one of those T J Miller Deadpool quips that would have been deleted pretty quick. That's that's a good point. Oh man, you you, you look like. Uh, a hotel but it's the shit's carlton. You look like a guy sh- shat out a bunch of eggs and called it breakfast. Yeah. You look like I just threw my foot in a mince maker.
1: <laughs> that's that's a pretty good TJ Miller and Deadpool impression to be honest. He's, Thank you. I did see number 2 th- th- this weekend. I liked it a lot. I, good. good fun good fun movie. I hate TJ Miller in it, but...
0: Sorry, Ben, we're not good. here to talk about good fun movies. Ah, we're that's true. We're here to true. talk about the week old.
1: Yes, ah, uh, nice, nice. Uh, anyway, he tries to use the chandelier, uh, in the ceiling that Adam Sandler brought in, and he, he pulls the thing, and it falls on his head. It's got a pull chain, and it falls, because the, the hotel guy didn't reinforce the ceiling. yeah oh, on, yabba-doo. Yabba-dabba-doo, indeed. Uh anyhow, uh... Adam Sandler, the manager, come up to check out the room and there's a painting of an old lady who looks a lot like Adam Sandler and Chris Rock's like, why is there a painting of your grandmother on this wall? And he's like, oh, that came with the room. Because, you know, he did the whole interior decorating thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, and is it just a production still from Jack and Jill or was it taken especially? Or No,
1: it seemed it seemed to be like an original painting for this Ooh. film. So, it's that's impressive that they did that.
0: yeah Yeah. so uh anyway something goes wrong with the room maybe she's gonna turn up later in the film
1: maybe (laughs) oh i mean she's probably old by now but who knows you
0: know what actually is interesting because this film has been out for well over a month now and and there's been nothing there's been no spoilers no word nobody has talked about it at all we still don't know anything about the film that's true that's quite a marvel
1: yeah, and I, I know you've been chomping at the bit to watch the rest of it, so I'm sorry that we've kept you for so That's long. That's okay. Anyhow, so uh, the room's bad. Chris Rock and his, some of his relatives have to stay in the old Sandler house with everyone else. So oh, There's oh. a big full house going on. There's You know, they have a little party to celebrate everyone being there. They play Parcheesi. They in the basement, sorry, which is the Parcheesi? game room. Parcheesi,
0: yes. Is that a thing, or is that a Sandler family invention?
1: That's a board game that I don't know if it exists or not. Okay, I've heard the I've heard the name before somewhere. Sure, but uh, anyway, the the joke is that in the basement, no one can sleep in the basement, even though no one has any room because the basement's full of asbestos. Like, oh, if it's just a few hours, you know, it's good for you. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, Chris rocks reading the rules on the board game board packet rules thing <laughs> and he's like oh ac- actually in the rules it says that if you do a doublet you, you get two extra spaces
0: that's that's the worst one yet yeah <laughs> thank you so
1: th- there's a bit of thing where like chris rock's the only sane man in the house yeah. uh, he tries to booty call his ex-wife doesn't work and uh, so he, he was supposed to sleep in uh, Adam Sandler's bed, but it turns out Adam Sandler's wife is drunk and has passed out on the bed. So the big Chris Rock doctor man has to sleep in the, la- in the living room with all the other relatives. Anyway, he, he, he goes to sleep. He's having a sexy dream and he's, he's getting very vocal. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, he, he, he's sleeping near the man with no legs and he's dreaming about la- a lady's bosoms. A lady's breasts, Rob. Uh, okay. And can you yep, can you guess right. what's about to happen?
0: I can, because I'm imagining the 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 rounded stumps. Yes, the, the rounded exposed
1: stumps right near his head legs, as he's
0: quite a quite yes. So he he's reminiscent of a of a breast.
1: He's sleeping. Somehow, uh, in his mind, his his brain has equated where the uh, stubs are to where the breasts are in his dream. So he's gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. He's touching their breasts and he wakes up and realize what he's doing. And uh, as a trained surgeon would, he s- just screams and runs out of the room. Uh, the uncle something falls on his head and Chris Rock. Oh, there was a there was a quip beforehand about how Chris Rock's hands are insured because he's a surgeon. Mm. So he runs into the kitchen and he's screaming at Adam Sandler's wife who's baking
0: for some reason in the middle of the night, Okay, okay. even though she
1: was passed out drunk.
0: I, yep. That's a good point. I she's hadn't thought of that, but I'm sh- sure it's a matter of convenience. You know, it need, I, needs, I'm sure I'm sure build on something. So
1: she's, she's up, holding payoffs. a brownie tray and she's saying, Oh, what's happening? Hold this for me. So he grabs the brownie tray. <gasps> it's been in the oven. Rub It's hot. He burns his Ooh. surgeon insured hands and she's like, Oh, are those your insured hands? <laughs> Which I guess, I guess Adam Sandler's wife just sounds like him now. <laughs> and he's like, indeed. and he's and he's like, yes. There, what other hands do I have? And uh, that's that's the end of Wednesday. Wow. Oh, and uh, Chris Brown, Chris, not Chris Brown, Chris Rock. Oh, is that a racist? No,
0: he did. Yeah, it's no more racist than Adam Sandler thinking all black people are related and welcome to his home.
1: But uh, he he talks. To, he brings this on his side at one point. And he's like, Do you have a prenup for this wedding? These people are poor. I don't like poor people.
0: So there's there's a weird
1: sort of undercurrent yeah. of Chris Rock hating poor people, which I feel like is how Adam Sandler feels probably. Okay, feel like that's some projection. Yeah,
0: why can't they just sell out like the rest of everyone? Why yeah. can't they just do a bit of product placement? Exactly. That is actually a sad thing. Netflix movies don't have as much Sandler product placement. Mm. If you want to, if you want to watch an amazing bit of footage, I'm trying to remember. It's got so Adam Sandler made a animated film, I think around 2003. It came out the same year as Punch Drunk Love, which is a masterpiece in his best movie. He put out this animated film okay. called Eight Crazy Nights. very well-intentioned because there are not Jewish holiday movies. There aren't Hanukkah movies in the way that there are Christmas movies ad nauseum. So we wanted to make a, a Hanukkah movie. It's animated, and it's very nicely animated, but because it's an Adam Sandler movie some of that animation is just reindeer eating poo. Of but course. there's a scene <laughs> where Adam Sandler plays the main character. He plays an old man and he plays the old man's sister. And you can imagine what they all sound like. Yeah. There's a scene where to liven the young Adam Sandler's spirits, the old Adam Sandler takes him to the mall and shows him all the goods stores that are in the mall. And it's about a dozen or more Different brands in animated form, so they go to the Foot Locker and they go to the Starbucks and they see what's happening at the Krispy Kreme.
1: Okay, that sounds and about right.
0: And just when you think they can't possibly go any further with it, there's just more and more. And he has a little funny thing to say about each one. It's it's an amazing clip.
1: Yeah, there, there is a great clip from House of Cards, which is a Netflix show. Okay, yeah. Which uh, there's a little kid playing a PlayStation Vita, a console that didn't really do well, a handheld console. And uh, uh, Mr. Yep. Frank Underwood, the vice president, comes up to this kid and goes, Is that a PS Vita? <laughs> and just like, talks for about a minute about how he wants a PS Vita.
0: And then he's going to go home and watch episodes of Low Winter Sun.
1: Yeah. If, if you haven't seen it, it's worth looking that up. Just, pr- I'm sure you could put it into Google. Is that a PS Vita? And it'll come up. It's a-
0: <laughs> I'm going to watch that. I've not watched any House of Cards, but I'm going to watch that. that yeah. If you great. watch
1: any single minute of that show, that's probably the most worthwhile Entertaining. one.
0: Entertaining. Yeah, right. Hey, I think we've covered a lot in this podcast.
1: Hey, it, it was a good return.
0: I think so. Welcome back. We had great some great, great poop
1: you. stuff at this beginning.
0: You know? oh, say no more. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, not literally. Let's actually. <laughs> right, we're cutting. I'm not going to top that. Goodbye. Have a good week, everybody. Better. <laughs> Better.
1: We had to rush to the opera. So we mm. had a Konbini Onigiri on the way, rice ball. Yum. And then we went had burgers afterwards. So. Great. Yeah. Moss burger? No, our uh, craft burger. It's like a mm. Western-style burger joint.
0: I love Mossberg with the little gluten-free kiddie hamburgers that oh. are about the size of a twenty-cent piece, like a little pork bun.
1: Yeah, I bet they That's they cost they a lot as well.
0: They do, because all the all the gluten-free food over there is on the children's menu, because it's kind of considered something that that you grow out of have, and then they grow out of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: because they're not fun facts Fucking uh, whatever you are. Celiac, <laughs> yeah, and no, no. I mean, just like as a person, a week, week,
0: I guess, week. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, week like you. That.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: It's good <laughs> to have you back, baby.